Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 87 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, and if you're looking to grow a successful membership website, this is the place to be. Now, at the time of release for this episode, it is International Women's Day, March the 8th. And with that in mind, I've got a very special interview lined up for you today. I'm talking to Cara Green, the founder of Female Entrepreneurs Association, quite possibly, if not the most successful membership site within the online business space, especially catering towards female entrepreneurs. And Cara has also just released a brand new book, She Means Business. So, no better time to speak to Carrie to get a bit of an insight into her background, into her journey, and how she's helping female entrepreneurs around the world to really take their business to the next level. Now, in our conversation, Carrie talks a lot about how she geared herself up and conditioned herself for success. And she also shares a little bit of a story, a little bit of insight into how her membership site became so successful with over 4,000 members signed up in just under four years. So we're going to jump right now into my conversation with Carrie Green. Okay, so I'm joined today by Carrie Green, founder of the Female Entrepreneur Association and author of the brand new book, She Means Business. Carrie, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. For any of our listeners who don't yet know you, can you share a little bit of your story, your background, and how the Female Entrepreneur Association came to be? Okay, I'll try and make this brief. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Quick overview. In 2005, I had just finished my first year of studying at uh, Laura University of Birmingham and I'd run out of money, spent my student loan, didn't have anything, was in my overdraft. And so was thinking, crap, what on earth shall I do? And so um, amongst the uh, the chaos of trying to figure it out. I there was a, an opportunity to start an online business unlocking mobile phones, so random. And I thought, well, I don't know what the heck this is. I don't know how to build an online business, but hey, this seems like the best option. So I ended up starting this online business at university, which um, made me quickly realised that the internet was a gold mine that literally anyone could tap into. And so I just started learning as much as I could about online marketing and. When I graduated, the business was going so well, and I decided that I was going to continue to build that business. So, grew the business, took it global, got a new supplier, um, just did had so much success. Success, we're having like a hundred thousand hits to the website every month, and everything was amazing. But then I felt so lonely. Like once I'd finished university, I was living on my own in Birmingham and not leaving the house for like three days at a time because I was like just working with people online. And whenever I went to like business networking events, I realized that those people were so different to me. Like I was building this online business and they, it just seemed like we were in two different worlds. And yeah. and so, and also I felt like I loved learning and doing personal development and business development. But to me, it always, I kind of felt like I wanted to go and pick up a girly magazine and read it, but it'd be about business and inspiration and it just didn't exist. And so I just thought, um, well, it wasn't just a quick decision. It was something that I'd been thinking for like a few years, but going around in circles with thinking, who am I to do this? And then in 2011, after just like hitting the bottom and thinking enough of this moping around, not knowing whether or not to do this or not, because I just wasn't really feeling fulfilled by this other business, even though it was really successful. And so... Yeah. 
I ended up starting the Female Entrepreneur Association in 2011. Um, I just just went, I had an epiphany eventually, um, a realization that if I wanted to create a truly successful life, which meant being fulfilled, not just the money, then I um, owed it to myself to really condition myself for success and to open up my mind to think like, what is possible? What could I consciously create for my life? And um, yeah, I just went for it. And since then, it's just become a dream. It's been amazing. Love that. Love that. And what you say there is so right about, you know, the typical kind of breakfast networking event, six in the morning in a dusty old hotel conference room, eating cold sausages. Like it, It's a completely different world. I think especially in the UK as well. I don't know about you, Carrie. I know you're around this space and you've been in this space for a while now. It always feels like the US in particular are a good five or six years ahead, even just mindset-wise, in terms of the kind of businesses they're creating and, and that sort of stuff. And I certainly feel, obviously, being in the UK and having had experience with all sort of events as well, that the gulf between those two worlds, especially in the UK, is huge. Yeah, but I think in the UK we're different in, from the sense of the personal development side especially. Like, it just isn't part of our culture. We don't have... I think it's becoming more so, but, I mean, I was fortunate. My dad is really loves personal development. You know, as a... When I was 10 years old, he sent me on course to learn about um, positive thinking and visualization. And then (laughs) at 12 years old, he had me sat down in front of the TV with a videotape listening to Jim Rohn, like watching Jim Rohn. (laughs) And he'd buy me all these books on all sorts of personal development stuff. So I feel like I've had it embedded in me from a young age. But I think most people over over in the UK, they don't even know what personal development is. And I think it's just because it just, we don't talk about it. I think in in the States, they... They talk about personal development more. It's it's just much more integrated into their society. Um, so I do think we have a lot of catching up to do over here. But we're doing it because of the internet, which is cool. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. So of course, Female Entrepreneur Association. It's your membership site, and our listeners. Obviously, this is the Membership Guy Show. So our listeners are either running memberships themselves, or they're aspiring to, or they're planning to set up a membership. So they get a little bit geeky about the inner workings. <laughs> Of memberships can you tell us a little bit about how the female entrepreneur association is structured what sort of content members get how it's delivered and and kind of how you put together essentially what you were saying it's almost that online girly magazine about business <laughs> um so yeah i started in 2013 not having a clue what the bloody hell i was doing <laughs> and um <laughs> and just um I basically, so every month I create a new bundle and the bundle is focused around a particular topic. So it could, for example, coming up soon is a month all on the power of persuasion and how to basically use persuasion um, as, well, be persuasive as an entrepreneur and your copy in everything that you're creating and communicating. So we've got videos. Um, we work with an expert, Bushra Azar, and we have her videos in there that she's created for us and um, like workbooks, worksheets. So it's kind of like each month it's focused on a particular topic, but it goes, it's like what transformation are people going to get from going through this bundle? So it's based on, focused on transformations of them getting results. And then we do a couple of live sessions a month, like a um, goal setting and planning session to help everyone stay on track in business because it's aimed obviously at female entrepreneurs. And then um, an, an, uh, a Q&A workshop session with the expert or with me. And then we have the Facebook group where everyone communicates. Um, so that's kind of 
the main the the main elements to it um and it was just my intention to create an incredible experience for people and to make them feel like they're part of like a an incredible warm friendly supportive community um and to do that through the copy and how everything looks and feels and it's obviously one massive work in progress <laughs> uh, yeah and and i think you know obviously the the intention there um bears out because this is what the fourth year of running the membership it's become very successful looking back at those formative kind of years obviously you say you just kind of start out not really knowing what you were doing but you had that vision and you knew where you wanted to take it what would you say is your biggest challenge in those early days when everything was was coming together with the membership i think my biggest challenge was myself i feel like it was really hard to move out of my own way to allow myself to do it because you know I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And I think with a membership site, it's a bit different to creating a one-off program where it's like you can create this or you can do a beta test for it or you can, you know, if you run it one time and it doesn't work out, then, you know, so what? You kind of go back to the drawing board. But with a membership site, it felt to me more um, like a big project in the sense of you've got to keep it going. And that sparks fear of like, what if I run out of content? What if I can't keep up? What if no one signs up and then I'm running a membership site for five people and it's embarrassing or, you know, it's ridiculous or, you know, and I think because it's continuous, you have a lot of questions that you think about. And I think for me, I was also like, what price do I charge? And um, at the time, I just didn't really know of any other membership sites really to go and look at or anyone to go to ask for advice from so I was just kind of really winging it (laughs) um but and I literally I got started I had one month's content created and I'd set myself the goal that I was going to I was going to launch in 2013 and it got to October and I hadn't done anything and I thought right I am doing this so I I got it all (laughs) together and I thought what can I create and because the pressure was on I think it actually gave me the kick up the backside to really knuckle down and do it and so on, I think it was the 26th or 27th of November, I actually launched it and um, I didn't have the January bundle created because I had one bundle, which was for the end of November, beginning of, you know, for December, but nothing beyond yeah. that. Um, and so, yeah, I literally just had my work cut out for me to just get on and do it and to um, keep it, like to, to sustain it and to grow it. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to put yeah, yourself in those I... situations though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, when your back's to the wall, you get a little bit more resourceful yeah. um, and a little bit more driven to take an action. And, you know, we see this over and over again, um, where people just get stuck trying to create, you know, content for month six or year two and stuff like that. And it's like, just you don't even know if you're going to have a month six or a year two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just kind of get it moving. Um, and yeah, I mean, with Callie and myself, Callie's my, my partner with the membership guys. Um, she's actually a member of Female Entrepreneur Association as well and speaks very highly of it. Oh, cool. Uh, so, you know, what we, um, you know, we found because our years of, of, of working with people with their membership sites on the strategy, the marketing, the tech and all of that, the one thing we hadn't really done was create the content. We left that to our clients and we used to give them a real hard time it was like how long can it really take to create a course so when we created our membership site we we kind of realized that yeah this content creation stuff kind of kicks your ass a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah in terms of how much has to go into it um so obviously years on thousands of members now in in uh, your membership how much would you say 
it's changed in terms of the actual makeup of the membership, but also maybe in terms of your approach to it. And what would you say are your biggest lessons that you've learned when it comes to running Female Entrepreneur Association? Um, so when I was I first started out, it was largely just me doing everything, um, literally. So I was creating the content every month. I was uh, marketing it every month. I was putting it all together. I was doing all the emails, all the customer support. I sometimes look back at that first year and thought, <laughs> what the bloody hell was I thinking? I can't believe I actually did it. Um, and I remember I set myself a goal to get to a thousand members by the end of that first year. And I midway through the year, I thought, bloody hell, I'm never going to get there. <laughs> and then yeah. I just I just stayed focused. And because I mean, I was so busy trying to do everything. There'd be some months where I just forget to market it. So at the time, I was marketing <laughs> each new bundle that came out every month. So when we did a Facebook ads bundle, I was like, if you want to learn about Facebook ads, come and join us over in the members club. And, you know, and there'd be months when I just forget, like I was so caught up in like creating one month's content. And then that was done. I was like, oh my goodness, now I need to think of next month's content. I need to start creating it. I need to get all this bundle out there. And then, you know, by the end of it, I just think, I wouldn't have even emailed my my audience to say, hey, this is what is going on this month, you know, if you want to come and join us over there. And I just thought I can't keep going like this. And um, so then in, anyway, I did get to, the, at the end of that year, I closed the membership site down because we were moving platforms because I, at the time, with it was how it was set up, we, it was literally just a WordPress plugin and people could pay through PayPal. So there was no way for us to manage things like failed payments. Um, if people cancelled inside PayPal, there was no way for us to really um, clo- you know, close that account down. And it was just really a mess. And so I knew I needed to switch over. So we decided we were going to move over to Infusionsoft, um, use that e-commerce platform, and so also set up a way for people to pay through credit and debit card. Um, so because we had to close things down, um, uh, it basically created a massive, a massive people joining at the end of the year. So we ended the year, I think when it was like 12 or 1200 plus members. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I've hit this goal. And it was a really crazy moment for me where I was like, wow, this membership site is generating, you know, I think it was like at the time it was over $30,000 a month. And I was like, this is insane. Like yeah. what? <laughs> it just blew my mind. And then, um, at the beginning of 2015, which is when the membership site was still closed down because we were working on it, which took way longer than I expected. I think feel like development work always does. We did a three-part video series and I created lots of free content and drove like lots of excitement. And then that led into the enrollment for the members club, which was open for a week. And during that week, it was actually in June, I think it was June by this point. So it'd been closed for six months. So in that June, when the enrollment opened, we had um 1240 people sign up in seven days and I was like what the hell like this is insane um so I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned that sometimes with a membership site you want it open all the time but I feel like especially in the online world people if people can access and you know at any time they can cancel and join whenever they like then it doesn't it, it doesn't create any urgency for people. And with online marketing, I feel like it's such an important thing to create 
the urgency because then it forces people to think, do I actually want to join this or do I not? And it, you know, and I think that's really important. And also the other byproduct of having the closed membership style was that I wasn't stressing every month about marketing. All I had to do is figure out how do I do two big launches a year and how do I perfect these launches? The rest of the time I can focus on up-leveling this membership site. I can focus on the content. I can focus on the experience I'm creating for the members. So for me, it felt like a real weight had lifted. Um, so yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, and I think, I think the importance with that kind of thing, you know, of either being in the launch model cycle or the always open is you kind of need to, to not have one foot in either. You know, we see the people we see with the launch model where it doesn't quite work is where they kind of try to do the launches, but then maybe they'll leave it open for like a little bit too long in between the launches to try and get in loads of members. And so they don't really fully commit. And like you say, if you go all in, on opening and closing, then you can perfect that strategy and make sure your launches are are really um, highly effective. Yeah. Um, and it's interest. It's interesting, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be kind of happy in some ways to hear that in those early days, you know, trying to juggle everything, spin all of the plates. Um, you know, you were wearing all of those hats, and I think, particularly when you see people doing well in any any walk of life any sort of business you always assume they've got everything figured out (laughs) that everything flows smoothly for them because it's just like kind of seeing that duck floating along on the pond you know you don't actually see the legs frantically flapping underneath and uh you know i'm I'm sure a lot of our listeners will will kind of feel a little bit better about the fact that maybe they're in that place where they're juggling everything and they're going a bit crazy kind of trying to uh to to keep all the plates spinning yeah, I don't think it ever ends. I started a vlog recently because I was like, I need to share behind the scenes of the madness of this because, you know, the Members Club has over 4,000 members now and it's, you know, really successful, but I feel like a headless chicken most of the time. You know, even though the team's expanded, I have more help, the chaos gets replaced with some other chaos. And for me, I think that's why mindset is so important as an entrepreneur because you're always going to have those, you know, I feel like we're always pushing ourselves to do something that we've never done before. We're always trying to reach new levels. That's, I think, what makes us great entrepreneurs. But that goes hand in hand with constantly being pushed outside of our comfort zone. And so for me, uh, the success and the key to being a successful entrepreneur is really having the mindset for success. And that to me, I condition myself for success all the time. And I'm doing visualizations, I'm reading personal development books, I'm you know, investing in, you know, mentors and, um, and that and success coaches and that kind of thing so that I can be aligned with myself and be in the right frame of mind to move forward. Um, because yeah, it's crap to think it's not, it's nonsense to think people have it figured out. No one ever has it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of get better at styling it out (laughs) and and making it look like all is calm and and all is going to plan. Yeah. Maybe it's not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. what would you say in in that sense in terms of kind of mindset and and you know accepting the fact that this level of success is achievable and it's there for you if, if you want it what you know was there kind of a i know you said that you know there was a, a point where you had the epiphany what do you think is the the turning point the defining element where you go from i suppose judging um you know your your capacity for success against what you see just day-to-day in society maybe you know i mean if you're working a nine-to-five your idea of success might be um getting up onto the the second floor or the first floor office or something like that so you're kind of limited by by what you're seeing what do you think 
it takes to break out of that and actually, you know, see that with something like a membership or an online course, some sort of online business, there's a lot more room to actually grow and to be successful. Um, I think it's just making the decision that you want to grow, you want to expand, you want to immerse yourself in all you can to learn about how you can create an incredibly successful life for yourself. So back in 2011, when I started the Female Entrepreneur Association, I had spent the past few years feeling like, what the heck am I doing in my life? How do I make, you know, how do I create this true fulfillment and success that I really want to create? You know, there were moments of looking around and seeing other people online that were creating so much success and feeling like it was so out of reach for me. And I reached a point, actually, it was a quote that I read that Anthony Robbins said. He said, "Um, your destiny is determined by the choices you make. Choose now, choose well. And I remember thinking, this is on me, 100% on me. And I have to take 100% responsibility for that. If I want to live my dream life and create success, then I define it and I have to go out there every single day and create it on purpose. Like I say this on rinse and repeat, like pretty much every day, like success isn't an accident. It's something that every single one of us has to create on purpose day in, day out. And sure, we're going to fall off the bandwagon sometimes, but we have to get, we have to immerse ourselves in that reality and that belief. Um, And so I think when you focus on, uh, on your own success, it's not saying, I want to build a multi-million dollar membership site. I mean, yeah, that might be a goal, but then if you're right at the beginning, that's going to feel incredibly overwhelming. But if you just focus on how do I create more success for myself right now? What, what can I learn? What can I, what can I read? So, um, when I started the Female Entrepreneur Association, I created this little mission for myself that was called Mission Success. I talk about all this in the book because I just feel like this it changed my entire life. So I, it was just called Mission Success. And I just asked myself the question, what would be possible if I conditioned myself for success? What would my life be like? Can I create the life of my dreams? Can I create the business of my dreams? And so I'd ask myself these questions and it was, I decided it was like this fun exploration to see what was possible. And when I switched into that frame of mind and it changed everything because all of a sudden I started to think, what is possible and I started looking for the opportunities and I expanded I opened myself up and I um, talk about this idea of firstly enrolling yourself in the university of opportunity because like you know so many of us spend a lot of time even at college at university when we were younger um, or now when we're in you know people who are in jobs and things like that you know we're learning stuff but what if you enrolled yourself in this kind of uh, invisible university of opportunity where you study opportunity, you create your curriculum, you decide what books am I going to read that are going to help me to create more success? Um, what people can I listen to? What videos can I watch on YouTube? What can I do? What strategies can I start implementing into my life that will enable me to start living a more fulfilled, happy, abundant, successful life? Um, so I talk all about that. And I also, uh, for me, I have my, uh, I call it my bag of mindset magic tricks. Um, and they're just little tools and strategies I've developed over the years that really help me to pull through and to stay in the right, right frame of mind. You know, when, uh, when, when things go wrong, when it's chaotic, when you're in a stressful time, you have to really have the mental stamina to pull through. Cause at the end of the day, 
uh, this, a quote I used to actually have it on my wall. It said, successful people hang on when everyone else has let go. And I would look at that quote and I think all I need to do is be the person that's prepared to hang on. And oh my God, I am prepared to hang on because that's my, this is my life. And for me, it's immersing myself in this stuff. And so if you have that, your own bag of magic mindset tricks that you can call upon to help you to be the person that will keep going, you will set yourself apart because so many people give up. And that's why people don't succeed. Like it's so simple. Success is so simple. It's just everyone overcomplicates it and gets so overwhelmed with the detail. So I think it's just taking a step back and thinking, how am I going to grow? How can I create more success in my life? And that's really the key. Such a long answer. I love that. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I love that. And uh, yeah, I like that um, that bag of uh, mental mindset tricks because yeah a lot of the time it, it is it's just it's being willing to go that one little extra extra day you know that one little extra mile and and like you say hang on when others uh want to so, so you, mentioned you mentioned the book there mm-hmm. um she means business it's an exciting time for you that's as uh, when this podcast uh, episode will go out it'll have just been released can you tell us a little bit about the book, what it's about. I know you've you've touched on it there and what inspired you to write it and what that process was like for you. Um so I well it's about it's a book for anyone who wants to turn their ideas into reality and build a wildly successful business, which is the tagline of the book. And <laughs> um, that's really what it's about. And um I I had the idea came to me for it actually in 2011 and it was after probably nine months or so of building the Female Entrepreneur Association. And as I was drifting off to sleep one night, I started thinking about how crazy it had been and how being an entrepreneur was like being on a roller coaster ride in the dark. And I remember I thought I need to write this down. So I grabbed a pad and a pen beside the bed and I started scribbling and scribbling and scribbling. And at the end, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to write a book. And I was filled with so much inspiration and excitement. And the next morning I woke up and I was so eager to start on the book. And I went downstairs and I locked myself away and I thought, I'm going to write this book. I opened my laptop and nothing came out. And I was like, oh no, like this is awful. And the next six years or however long it's been, there's been a pretty much a battle to write this bloody book and um and I think <laughs> um it's I really I like sharing this story because in the book I t- there's three parts the first part is she shows up for her dreams and um, which is all about how we are the only ones that can show up for our dreams and turn them into reality and this kind of goes back to the whole point of conditioning ourselves for success so that we can move past the resistance and forget about the fears and the doubts and the worries and we can be the people become the person that's going to go for it um which was so relevant for me because here was me writing this book afraid to show up um but that's we are that's the reality and that's the truth it's bloody scary trying to show up for your dreams and it's hard work to move out of your own way but we have to do it if we want to create that success and achieve those things um the second part is called she gets out there and shines which is like okay so you are, you know, you're ready for success. You want to make it happen. How do you actually do it? Like, how do you turn your idea into reality? How do you build an audience of, of, you know, fans that absolutely love what you're talking about? How do you, um, how do you get out there? How do you have a breakthrough? Um, how do you create the success? And then the third part is called She's Unstoppable, which is all about how to kind of honor the journey of being an entrepreneur because there always are going to be ups and downs and times of overwhelm. So it's like, what can you do? Like what systems can you put in place? How can you find the right mentors and team and people to surround yourself with? How can you take care of yourself more? Um, how can you just be unstoppable? Um, 
so that's what the book's about and it is for anyone I know it's kind of obviously has a female theme to it but it is it is a book for anyone um and um yeah just lots of different ideas and tips and tricks about the whole crazy entrepreneurial journey and I think it's important we talk about it because I think like you we talked about earlier it's too easy to look around at other people and think they've got it figured out they know what they're doing because you compare you're constantly there's a great quote it says don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20 and we're all always doing it and so for me that's why I do the vlog and why I wanted to write this book to just share the honest truth because I find it liberating to think you don't have to have it together. You don't have to have it figured out or know all the answers. You can be a crazy, chaotic, unorganized mess and you can still build a ridiculously successful business. And I think that's liberating. Um, and so I think it's something that we ought to share and we ought to be real about how to make it happen um, because there's really no secrets other than just bloody well get on and do it. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it. I- yeah, I think I think particularly in this space, and you'll have seen it just as well as I have. People are always looking for that silver bullet, that golden goose, that that secret that they think everybody has that they don't have. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's it's an important thing, and uh, you know, it's an important story to be able to share. That, like you say, it's not it's it's not about those kind of gimmicks and tactics. It's not complicated. It's just a case of yeah having having your head straight, having the mindset right, and um, you know persevering and working on it. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. Well, I look forward to checking that out. Even if uh, yeah, I think Callie's actually got on pre-order already. Oh. So you know um, that uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be sneaking a peek of that as well. Um, so you have your successful membership, you have the book. Yep. What's next? Oh goodness. It's a question I've been asking myself actually. Um I'm trying to get more clarity around it. Um I just feel like I've got so many ideas. Gosh, when do we not as entrepreneurs? But um I've always tried to keep things simple and the past three years I've just focused exclusively really on well, I say exclusively. I've been building the membership site and then obviously I wrote the book. Um so I just I I I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to keep focused on making the membership site even better um, and refining what I've already created. Um, I know it's just too weak. I sometimes so want to hop around and do like all sorts of different things, but I have to hold yeah. myself back. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, just. I think it's such, yeah, I think that's such an important skill though. That's, that's not talked about or, or it's kind of almost underrated. I think Um the ability to to not chase every shiny object mm-hmm. i think i think we all go through and i think it's actually when you stop doing that um i remember i used to pride myself on the fact that i you know would have a new idea every day until i actually realized hold on this isn't a good thing like it's, <laughs> it's actually a major pain in the arse <laughs> um so no i i love the fact that the answer is kind of like i'm not, I'm sort of not sure <laughs> gonna keep doing things yeah how we're doing it and uh yeah no, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Carrie, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak oh. to you today. Before we wrap up, if our listeners want to find out more about you, the Female Entrepreneur Association and the book, how can they do that? Um, the website, femaleentrepreneurassociation.com. The book is on shemeansbusinessbook.com um, or I do a lot of behind the scenes stuff on YouTube. And I think if you just type in Carrie Green and find my channel, you can just find all the videos because I don't really put the vlogs out there much but um they're on there in a little 
playlist called Carried Away. So that's all like the raw, really raw stuff. I mean, usually I'm looking horrific in them, but <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all the stuff um, where the people can find me. Awesome. Fantastic. Everyone, make sure you do that. Carrie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, and you. all the best with the book and continued success of Female Entrepreneur Association. Oh, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Thanks once again to Carrie for spending a little bit of time with me and for sharing her story and some of the insights into what's made Female Entrepreneur Association successful. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation and I definitely encourage you to check out more about Carrie, Female Entrepreneur Association and to pick up a copy of her book, She Means Business, from shemeansbusinessbook.com and on Amazon and basically anywhere where they sell awesome books. That's it from me for another week. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me and downloading this week's episode i'll be back again next week with another installment of the membership guys podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode of the membership guys podcast we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com the Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting growing and running a membership website so whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members then the member site academy can help you to get to the next level with our extensive course library monthly training exclusive member only discounts perks and tools and a supportive active community to help you along the way with feedback encouragement and advice the member site academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start manage and grow a successful membership website so check it out at membersiteacademy.com